This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. When last we left, Bernie. Jadavian Clowney was airing his grievances to Mary Kay Cabot. Now, we have a new release. And Jadavian has decided to let us know a little bit more. That coming up in just one moment, plus the words from Mary Kay on her side of the story. And she didn't even realize she was doing it at the time, but did a really good job. Mike Fratello and Jeff Phelps discuss Cleveland's West Coast trip and the rest of the news around the NBA during this week's episode of Basketball Gold. Subscribe now and look for two episodes of Basketball Gold each week on the free Odyssey app. Click, click, click. You're my back on that, man. Uh, go, Jerry, go. Thank you. He's Dan Manigan. I'm Andy Baskin. Jeff is off today. All right. So we played the days. By the way, that days of our lives thing. To me, when I was a kid, man, when I saw that, I was like, oh, this is brutal. I don't want to be anywhere near a TV. I think I had gone home. Do you remember, did you get to go home for lunch when you were a kid at school? High school, yes. Grade school, no. No. So, like, when we were little kids, we would walk back home. We could go eat lunch and then come right back to school. And that show was on all the time. And I was like, can I watch, like, I don't know, some kind of cartoon while I'm trying to eat lunch here? My SpaghettiOs. Why? They were awesome. Why does this keep going? <laughs> the drama in Berea? Yes. All right, let's get everybody up to speed on this what we're talking just... about. Oh, my God. All right, so Mary Kay Cabot has released a story last week where she found Jadavian Clowney in the locker room, did an awesome job basically telling the story and asked Jadavian Clowney questions. And she actually ended up reporting the entire story that she had, was on the record, all of that stuff, and then yep. came on Carmen or Ken Carmen and Anthony Lima uh, the morning show a little bit earlier. Hey, I think you got to back up. I think you got to read the release from today. No, 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 no. Well, oh, okay. I, I okay. was going to go chronologically. Okay, go, go, go. Right, so, so was doing this, and, and you know, Davian Clowney walks out. Mary Cabot walks up to him and says, "Hey, we haven't seen you all season. Can I get a comment?" He says, "Sure." They ask a couple questions. She stops it midway through. Goes, "Wait a minute! Whoa, 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 whoa! Everything you're saying here, do you want this on the record?" She said, "Yes." We have proof of that. She joined uh, Ken Carmen and Anthony Lima and was asked about the Javian Clowney story and had this to say. I stopped it, you know, a couple sentences in and just said, whoa, whoa, are you cool with this? Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, Dearness Johnson was sitting there next to him listening to the whole thing, and he even heard me ask him that question. And Dearness a couple times in the middle of the interview was like, you know, dude, you got to, like, be careful here, man. <laughs> like. You might want to tone this down a little bit. I mean, he tried to kind of warn him that, you know, this this is this is sounding kind of strong. But he continued to speak, and Mary Kay put it to print and sent it out there of Jadavian Clowney and his airing of grievances and the problems he had, including Miles Garrett getting easier matchups and saying 95% sure he wasn't going to be on the team and a lot of other things that were in there that he politely disagreed And he had said that the coaching staff was going to be gone, but that 5% was the reason 
why he said 95% because he could be back. That changes were coming changes around Changes were here. coming, yep. Um, there, there were, a, you know, the whole third down thing on top of that where he was only playing third down. You're and, trying to get Garrett into the Hall of Fame instead right. of, well, it was alluded to. You're trying to get into the Hall of Fame instead of winning games. Correct. So then Jadavian Clowney today, one week after the piece was posted by Mary Kay Cabot, put this out. As a son and a parent, I want to fully apologize to anyone I offended, specifically Miles Garrett and his family. My words in the locker room were not only taken out of context, but completely misrepresented. As a man, I have reached out to Miles Garrett specifically to apologize. I will continue to learn and grow as I move forward. Also, part of this too, though, was after that, remember Chris Kiffin came back out, the defensive ends coach, and said, you know, that against the Ravens, Clowney refused to play on first or second down. And, and so this is one of his coaches, you know, talking about Clowney saying that he said, hey, he's not going to, you know, I'm not doing that. I'm old. I've done my job. I don't have time for that. Here is Chris Kiffin that he had yeah. during the press conference on Jadavian Clowney. Through that Baltimore game. Yeah, he came off the field, said that he was hurting. He said that first third down came after that moment. I said, can you go on third? He's like, yeah. And he went, and then, you know, next series, say he couldn't go on first. So that's where we were. Played third down that game. You said it was an injury thing to you? Yes. Now maybe it wasn't. Okay. Correct. Right? <laughs> I mean, this is a soap opera. <sighs> this it's, is a soap opera. What the hell's going on out here? I, this is so obnoxious. This is so obnoxious, Andy. This is just, why does this always happen in Berea? And I know some of it is Jadavian Clowney, and he hasn't exactly had the best reputation when walking out of buildings in the past. But this always happens in Berea. I don't know what it is about that place where people get in there and just nothing but drama and craziness takes place of stuff that, like, it just makes my head hurt. <laughs> it just is so obnoxious, man. Here we are once again. The season is over. The playoffs are taking place, and we are talking about drama that took place in the previous season. And we are talking about a defensive end that was grumpy because he got moved around during games so that the other guy could benefit, even though the other guy is better than Jadavian Clowney at football. But hmm. he's all grumpy. Ooh, grumpy. Like, what are we doing here? And now we're coming at reporters. And we're yelling at the media once again because you spewed your mouth. She put out a piece of direct quotes from you. And ha and asked you if you wanted to go down this road. And even paused and asked you, hey, man, are you sure? Like, this is this is the butane torch. Like you're, you're not just, you know, lighting a little fire over in the corner of a piece of paper. This is a butane torch you're doing here. You cool with this? Like this is, you know, this is the, uh, I can't I'm think sure of he thought he was going to play against Steelers before that. Right. Right. This isn't like, oops, this is Sopranos to Vesuvio. Like <laughs> just light it up. <laughs> Or even if you want to go Goodfellas, and it's not the Copacabana Club. I can't remember what that club was called that they lit on fire there for the insurance money. But that's pretty much what he was doing. It just... Who is this benefiting, Andy? Who does this benefit? Because if I'm if I'm looking at Jadavian Clowney, I'm going, okay, 
you said all of these words to a media member. Now you're claiming that she's taking it out of context. So now you're backing on these and you're putting out this statement saying that as a parent and uh, you know a son and a parent on top of that, I apologize to Miles Garrett. Well, why are you apologizing if you said all of it unequivocally? Like, it, it just is so stupid. It's just such drama. It's high school in there. Who wins? Does this matter? Let me ask you that next question. Because I, I, I got to be no. honest, I was over Jadavian Clowney. I thought I was like, well, you know, he didn't. He barely came back this year. He came back. He played well. I, I like him. I like the fact that he and Miles Garrett were out there together. Um, there were stretches where I thought I was like, wow, he's playing well. And then, you know, you get up to the last week of the season, and he's kind of call. It felt like he was calling out Miles without calling out Miles, or was he calling out the coaching staff? What was going on here? And <clears throat> I'll be honest. After Sunday, I kind of just turned the page and figured he'd be a free agent that's going to land somewhere else next year. Not once in my mind when we had talked at our pre-show meeting or at any point during this week have we talked about Jadavian Clowney. Not once. Nope. And then he brought it right back out yeah, to the it, forefront today. It fell into, okay, you're somebody else's problem. We're done here. We're, we're done here. You go to another team. Best of luck to you and all your future endeavors. Like, it, it just, why are we doing this? Like, what? Who does this benefit? Like, if I was, if Jadavion Clyde was in front of me right now, I would go, who does this benefit? Do you really think you cleared your name by saying this? Honestly. Like, you have a reporter on the record with a teammate there with you who is poking you in the shoulder and going, uh, you probably don't want to say this. Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's just the drama keeps on coming. And... This is before even hiring a defensive coordinator and figuring out where it's going to go next as your head coach is probably sitting on the hot seat right now. And your general manager is also probably on the hot seat right now because you got one season to turn this around. And here we are once again, just living our lives and, you know, as the dog pound turns. Mm. Jamel White's going to join us at one o'clock. We'll talk to him about what's going on. Your thoughts on this. Is this, is it a story? I mean, it's like to me, Clowney wasn't a Brown after, last week it was over but now he's coming back and saying that he apologizes to miles and then i like what does it mean 216-578-0092 that's the number to call or hit us up on twitter at cle talking heads jamal white joins us former browns running back at one o'clock you've heard a ton about the great offers available to sports fans who want to gamble in Ohio, and we've got your answer. Visit betql.com slash 92.3 the fan to find offers available only in Ohio. That's betql.com slash 92.3 the fan. BetQL will not only give you advice on the best bets, BetQL will help your money go further by finding the best sign-up offers available. That's betql.com slash 92.3 the fan. He's Dan Manigan. I'm Andy Baskin. We're talking a little bit about Jadavian Clowney's statement. Let's read that one more time just so everybody's up to speed on what he said today. So Jadavian Clowney posted this. As a son and a parent, I want to fully apologize to anyone I offended, specifically Miles Garrett and his family. My words in the locker room were not only taken out of context, but completely misrepresented. As a man, I have reached out to Miles specifically to apologize. I will continue to learn and grow as I move forward. It did seem kind of harsh towards Miles, some of the things that he had uh, had said. But also, um, the interesting part about this was Mary Kay Cabot was on with us 
earlier, and I'm just getting everybody up to speed. And I know if you've been listening for a little while, this might be a little redundant, but I just anybody who's tuning in, I just I don't want to take anything out of context on our point. Mary Kay had said this last week on our morning show. I stopped it, you know, a couple sentences in and just said, whoa, whoa, are you cool with this? Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, Dearness Johnson was sitting there next to him listening to the whole thing, and he even heard me ask him that question. And Dearness a couple times in the middle of the interview was like, you know, dude, you got to, like, be careful here, man. <laughs> like, you might want to tone this down a little bit. I mean, he tried to kind of warn him that, you know, this, this, is, this is sounding kind of strong. Again, it goes back to the story that she wrote, and, he, you know, he had told – her that you know he was disappointed he was a bit confused um or at least miles i'm sorry miles was disappointed and confused about the comments that jadavian may had made and it's just like i think we all were a little and then it goes deeper into this then we find out that a lot of this stuff had gone back to the baltimore game week seven not the baltimore game when they won the Baltimore game when they lost, like I heard Jim Donovan say, and, and like that was the first time I realized that I just, I think we all assumed it was the most recent Baltimore game. Right. And, you know, to hear that that had gone to week seven, it was like, wait a minute. And this stuff was going on all season long? It, like, who's running the show? Is this one of the reasons why Joe Woods got let go? Because Actually, right? you, you've got all it. And then so finally at the end of the year, the Browns are like, well, you know, it's, you're inactive for the last game for all these things you said. Especially because you said, you know, you were 95% sure you were gone to Mary Kay Cabot. Now, I don't know. Can you take that out of context? I don't think so. I, <laughs> you say you're 95% sure, and then you go on to say, well, you know, I might be back, but I'm, I'm hearing there are changes coming. I mean, you can't do that. And then we hear, you know, he's got a teammate sitting next to him. Telling him, hey, man, are you sure you want to say all that stuff sure, there right now? I, alone. I, I, but my question is, if this stuff was going on all season, what were the Browns doing? Yeah, I mean, there's clearly dysfunction going on, right? Can we all agree on that? Oh. Raise your hand if you don't think there's dysfunction going oh, on. Oh, Andy, this is Berea. They put the fun in dysfunctional. Seriously. This I, has been a train wreck since 99. I just I don't get it. It's, it, just- it's got to be a gas leak in that building. That's all I can point to got to be a gas leak. Mike's in Avon Lake. Hey, Mike. All right, Mike. How's it going, guys? Good. How are you? Oh, just loving every bit of days of our lives. I'll tell you, man, it's like there's no shortage of knuckleheads. And uh, I don't know, Clowney's coming off as a guy who got caught standing next to an exploding clown. Because to me, obviously, his agent came back and said, hey, dude, they're the market out there for you, if you keep on saying stuff like this, is going to be zero. You better backtrack while you can, if you can. Because... It's like he's overpaid and underperformed everywhere he's gone. This is going to be his fifth team if he goes someplace else. It's like I'm not sure what's going on, but it's crazy time. It really is. It just amazes me. Well, what does it say about the organization? That's the whole thing, Like especially if this is all going on. I mean, could you see something like this happening at – say take your top five, you know, organizations in the NFL. Start with Pittsburgh. Okay, they would never would have gotten this far. Somebody would have sat him down and said, "Hey, this is not going to go any farther." And they wouldn't have done it in the press. And they wouldn't, you know, it, it's just that you got five chefs in the kitchen over with the Browns, and none of them can decide what they want to make or how to flavor the soup. Good point. 
the last guy in Pittsburgh who tried to pull this was Le'Veon Bell. And they dismissed him immediately. And you can even go back to Antonio Brown was like, okay, personality was for sure there, but he wasn't a malcontent until he left the Pittsburgh tree. And then all of a sudden, things started getting interesting. It just, it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. And no matter who, this is the part that makes my head spin the most, is no matter who's in charge, no matter who's in charge, it doesn't stop. This And, and you can't even point to ownership on a chunk of this stuff because this went back to Randy Lerner and Al Lerner before that. It doesn't stop in Berea. It just doesn't. I don't know. You know, it does go back, though, to the, you know, remember that Baltimore game was the game where they were yelling and screaming afterwards. The media could hear it. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. So I think that's where this all kind of, this thing started going south real quick because then, you know, you get the Baltimore game. then they And then what's crazy is after that game, they played their best game of the season, right? <laughs> Bengals the next week. Right. And we all thought, oh, yeah, that screaming match, they got it figured out. Everybody's on the right page. We're good to go. No, no, hmm. no, nope, wasn't that. Can't be that. It, this whole thing is just, I don't get it. I don't get it. I never will. Eddie is in Berea. Uh, Bedford, sorry. Hi, Eddie. How are you? What's happening, Eddie? Hey, how you guys doing? Good. What's We're up, hanging man? in. Um, I think it's, it's a good thing and it's a bad thing. I think it, it uh, it's a bad thing because it shows that Steph, uh, Kevin Stefanski is failing his team. It's a good thing because when you see a problem, you can fix the problem. I feel like... Uh, Kevin Stefanski is supposed to be operating at, at the operational level, but he's operating at a tactical level. So, like, your, your coaches and players and stuff, they're, they're supposed to practice plays, do the work, and uh, try to carry out whatever the, the game plan is. Your coach is supposed to mediate, keep people together, keep the team together. The fact that uh, Dave Van Connie got all these discrepancies and Joe Woods, uh, he got a problem with the way Joe Woods coached or whatever, that's supposed to be handled. But uh, Kevin Stefanski wants a play call. He wants to be on a tactical level, but he's supposed to be on an operational level. And Andrew Berry's doing his job on a strategical level. But you, you're dropping the ball. The more attention he puts on a tactical position, the, the less attention he puts on his role as the head coach, and he's supposed to keep everything together. So he has to drop that playbook and, uh, or drop – stop play calling and start focusing on his personnel and how they're working together. Hmm. It's good points, Eddie. Thank you. Right. And I can see it that, I mean, I understand what he's saying. It's like, uh, is there a reality between coaching front office and the players? And it, you know, Kevin talked about the door being open in his office. It needs, maybe he needs to walk through the, the bullpen a little bit there to make sure that people are coming into the office. Does that make sense? A little bit. I, I'm so this is the this is the problem that I have with this stuff because none of us are in NFL locker rooms and understand exactly what takes place and who is doing what and how it operates. I can tell you that Kyle Shanahan has always had fiery people on the defensive side of the ball. Okay, since he has taken over as uh, head coach of the 49ers. Those teams have made the playoffs. They've made the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. They currently have their third string quarterback and have made it there. They went for Robert Sala. And then from Robert Sala, when he got hired away to be the head coach of the Jets, they went and got D'Amico Ryans. And D'Amico Ryans has been ahead of that. 
I don't know how much Kyle Shanahan is on the defensive side of the ball and and doing all those different things. I think I my guess would be Kyle is helping a little bit where he can, but he is in charge of the offensive game plan. And I bet that this year more than any, now that Mike McDaniel is gone and now that Mike LaFleur are gone as well, who are two guys who followed him his entire career. One of them went to the Jets. One of them is the head coach of the Miami Dolphins. And so I sit there with people saying he needs to give up play calling. He needs to do this. He needs to do that and give up the control and become the CEO. The problem with becoming the CEO of an organization is that it's very easy for your superior to look at you and go, well, you don't call plays and you don't call plays on the defensive side of the ball either. And you're not in charge of the special teams. What exactly is it that you do here again? Do you, do you just give motivational speeches and talk to the media? Because if that's the case, I could find somebody to do that for cheaper than what I'm paying you. Hmm. And not to mention the offense is really good and was really good with Jacoby Brissett at the helm and had and had Deshaun Watson knocking off the rust off during the year. You had a top 10 offense with a quarterback that was discarded by four other teams and a lot of people looked at and said, yeah, he's not a starter in the league. And your offense was top 10. You really want that guy giving up the play calling? Or do you want to go find somebody with a fiery personality who can run the defensive side of the ball in the same way that D'Amico Ryans does for the 49ers? Uh, Jeremy is in Chardon. Hi, Jeremy. What's happening, Jeremy? What's going on, guys? Hey, Andy. How you guys doing? Good. How are you? Hey, I could be better, to be honest, after a 7-10 and 10 season when, truthfully, I know expectations weren't all that high after we found out Watson was going to be suspended 11 games. But even with that, with the quarterback play of Jacoby Brissett, I mean, guys, he didn't lose his games. Now, mind you, there were times we had one drive to go, and there's the interception, which reminded us of Baker Mayfield, too, right? Right. Um, so he played well enough for us to win games. So that goes right back on the defense. Um, that's the reason why Woods is no longer here and he's gone. Um, Clowney, why wasn't that handled in October? I mean, why are we just now question. hearing about that's that? The, I, I think that's the be- biggest question of the day. Yeah. That goes back to accountability. Do we have it? Do we do we have accountability from Kevin Stefanski? I mean, with Mary Kay Cabot, guys, she is so reputable. And the, a lot of people give her crap on Twitter. You know, we know that. But she does a really good job. And with, with Dearness Johnson being right there as a witness, I got to say, he's going to come out and, and he'll be there to, to – you know, come to our defenses, but clowny man, what a clown show. And I just hope the Browns can get it together. Uh, all right. Uh, I, I didn't think this day was going to end this way, man. I thought we had we talking about other <laughs> stuff. I just didn't think clown. I was just like, what? Seriously? It's, I would love to sit down and ask him honestly. And, and I would have to do it with like, a tape recorder, and 13 other people in the room with me who can exactly say exactly what Jadavia Clowney said and that he knew he was on the record throughout the entire thing to avoid a statement on top of it. What does this get you? That's the question I want answered. What do you think this gets you? Because It I doesn't matter. We're not going to be talking to the front office here for a while anyway until we get to the draft, right? We're not going to be talking to anybody to hear any of this stuff. So, uh, I just, don't care it, about it, the front office part of it. What does this get Jadavia Clowney? Well, I, I, maybe what does this get you? other than you know what, if we didn't have Mary Kay's comment, it might make him look you know okay to other teams. If another team thinks he's going to play, they probably don't care about the baggage. Let's be honest, they don't. Two one six five seven eight double zero ninety two. That's the number to call or hit us up on Twitter at CLE Talking Heads. When we come back, Jamal White, former Browns running back, joins us next. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.